uh, morning, noon, evening. Welcome to episode 14 of the Cash Flow Pirate Podcast. Now, this is where I I put in a very smart tagline that says, this is the podcast to help you, but I don't have one. So uh, if you've got any ideas, let me know. So this is just a podcast where I talk about all the ways I'm trying to make money. And hopefully, they can help you out in some strange way. Uh, and if it doesn't help you out, then... This is just me talking into a microphone, which is fine by me because it's helping me keep track of what the hell I am doing. So this episode, we're going to be talking about briefly my holiday and what it taught me. It is related to business, I promise. Um, virtual assistants. What's the, what's the deal with virtual assistants? Um, so I'm going to go into that slightly, a little bit there for you. Uh, and I'm also going to tell you about a new little, another little secret website I've uh, created but it is all linked to the to the VA type thing. So I'm going to go over that. And I'm also going to try, and depends how the time goes, how much waffle I get through. Um, I'm going to revisit FBA, Amazon FBA, Fulfillment by Amazon. And maybe some Amazon merch just chucked in there for, for the exciting end there. Um, but it does depend how long it goes. If it goes too long, I'll just cut this and split it into two episodes for you. So let's start. The holiday. So I've been away for three weeks. Uh, we drove to Latvia and then back again. Just a family trip. Very nice. But being off for three weeks kind of confirmed to me that the dread of actually coming back to work on the Monday and having a fixed time scale. I have to go and see people because they told me I have to go and see them. I have to fill in a timesheet. All the work rubbish that no one likes doing. I really, really don't like doing it anymore. So I definitely want to, to leave having a job behind and just work for myself and have my own timetable to work on and my own calendar. Because another thing that I've found out that I really don't like is people inserting themselves into my calendar, into my schedule. I don't like that. So I want to make my own schedule and control it. So that is just adding to the... Uh, the need to work for myself. That's the holiday bit covered. So let's move on to the virtual assistants. Um, now I've never used a virtual assistant. I've never really thought, you know, no interest in, in using one really. But I've been listening to quite a few podcasts and they, they do tend to mention using them quite a lot. And they seem to be used, if you don't know what they are, then it's just, I'll refer to it as a VA as everybody does. So now you know. It's just someone that you you pay to do the stuff you don't want to do, basically. Um, so you, you find them to do, so whether that's data entry, all the boring jobs that you hate doing, whether that's research, um, website design, data, you know, just data entry in general, spreadsheets, anything at all. There's a certain, you, know, you can find a service for someone to do that for you. Um, and then you just pay them an hourly wage. You can agree the wage, obviously. And then you just... Let them free. Let them, you know, let them run free and do the work for you. And then that that frees you up to do the, well, I say the more interesting stuff, but maybe the stuff that's a bit more valuable to your time. Um, the best example I think I've got for this is I've created many, many websites in my time. I've probably started even more than that than I have actually finished because I have an idea and my first thought is, right, I need a website for that. Let's get it going. And I'll spend, you can easily spend a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, 
building a website, getting it just how I like it. And by the time I've kind of got there, I've lost the direction of what the website was going to be in the first place. Something else has happened and I've just lost my way or I can't quite get the website exactly how I want it. So it slows me down and I lose interest. So I thought, would I actually be better off if I just paid someone to do the stuff that I, not that I don't want to do, but that I feel that my time can be used better elsewhere while they do the stuff that I don't want to do, that's time consuming. So I thought I'd run a, a little test. As I already have WordPress um, hosting, website hosting, I'm forever running up new websites, setting up new websites, getting them going, etc., etc. So I went to Fiverr and I put a post out saying exactly what I wanted to happen. I said, I've got an idea for a website. Um, I just need someone to build it in WordPress on my hosting and set up a shop and everything from scratch. I don't want to be involved, basically. I just want to give you the idea, um, tell you what you know, tell you what I want, and then I want you to build it, and then tell me when you're finished. So I got lots of responses on Fiverr, people saying, yes, I can do this, you know, for this much. And I had some horrendous quotes. Oh, I had people offering me five, six, seven hundred pounds to do it, which I'm not saying it's not worth that. It definitely is worth that. But when you're trying to make money, I, I don't need to be spending 500 pounds on a website when I really can do it myself. It does help the fact that I can do it myself because I, I, I do know the value of it and how long it takes because it takes a long time. But that's not what I was trying to do. I was trying to get someone, basically I was just trying to be a cheapskate if I'm honest. I was just trying to get someone cheap to do it for me and see how good spending little money could actually get you. Um, so I had a guy contact me and he said, I can do this for you. $25 and I was like what is that per hour or is that what, what is $25 he said no no I'll set the whole thing up the whole website in whatever theme you want for $25 I was like slightly skeptical so I thought well okay so I've created a new website around one of my interests I thought well if I make it one of my interests at least I can be interested in it and I'll hopefully have some sort of website God knows what condition it's going to be in, but I'll have a website based around my interest. So I have, um, I chose gaming because, as you may or may not know, gaming is a big, a big hobby of mine. So I chose the gaming niche category, whatever. I have quite a few T-shirts from the, um, for, uh, not for, not FBA, uh, merch, Amazon merch. So I have quite a few T-shirts that are sort of game related, from when I was collecting T-shirt designs for Amazon merch. So I thought. Okay, let me. I'll get this guy to set me up a gaming website that has gaming T-shirts on, and I'll get him to sort of integrate one of the print-on-demand platforms into the site, and just see if I can have a site full of T-shirts with gaming pictures, gaming designs on. You know, for twenty-five dollars, it's worth a go, and I might get a functioning website at the end of it with some T-shirts to to sell. Who knows? So there you go. So I took him up. I said, okay. I made him a user account on on WordPress. And I and I um, let him run free. So the the website I'll tell you the, the website I I must say created I uh, came up with is uh, we game therefore we are dot com. I set up I set up like the the Twitter and the Instagram profiles. I haven't done anything with them. I just it's just default. Whenever I set anything up, I always try and get all the socials. So I've done that, and I left them to it basically. So I, 
there's not much to see. I mean, he has he has started. He has put the um, the homepage up already. Um, it's not finished at all, so you'll see it. So you can tell he's not a, a, a maybe not a professional website designer because he hasn't done it in any sort of staging. Really, he's kind of just put it up as he's building it, which is fine because I haven't I haven't advertised it anywhere, so no one's going to actually see it unless you actually go there now because I've just told you the address. But other than that, no one's really going to see it. And again, it's $25. I've got to remember that, $25. So that, that's fine. So anyway, it looks okay so far. I'm, I'm pretty happy with the, with the style. Um, he gave me some choices of themes, and I said what I do and don't like. Again, that's an advantage because I have done it so many times. I do kind of know what I do and don't like and what themes I do and don't like. So he gave me some choices of what he's happy working in. I, you know, I did check that he's happy to work in those themes because there's no point telling him he has to use a certain theme and he hates it and can't use it you know we chatted back and forwards we decided on 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 a theme um and that was it um i set up a printify account for him to just log in and, and integrate so that's the print on demand company printify they are based mainly in america they are actually based in latvia in europe but they're mainly in America so a lot of the shipping a lot of shipping is easier in America so I'm going to be targeting America with this if I go ahead with any sort of marketing with it depending on how good the site looks obviously so that's that um, I've used uh, Clavio for the email marketing not MailChimp you know if you're going to do it properly do, do it properly use Clavio don't use MailChimp um, it's free for the first 250 email accounts you have and it's so much more powerful than anything else. You don't have to ask, am I sponsored by Clavio? Of course I'm not. Um, not 14 episodes in, I'm definitely not. But who knows, one day. So yeah, check them out if you haven't checked them out already. Uh, if you're doing email marketing, that's definitely who you should be using. Uh, so yeah, so that is that is my little test. So I'll let you know how that goes. Like I said, go and have a look at the site if you want. Yeah, no problems. Um, so then we move on to Amazon FBA. So you can probably hear the floor creaking here. It's a stupid parquet flooring in this room. It's driving me crackers. So apologies if you can hear the creaking. So let's move on to Amazon FBA. Uh, no, actually, in fact, I'm going to start with Amazon Merch. Because I had a little, I had a tiny little rant. Just a little tiny rant. It's okay. A little tiny rant on, on social media. It was aimed at me as much as anybody else. Um, but it was also aimed at Steve and Kev. You know, you're listening. You know the guilt. Amazon Merch. As I've spoken about before, I think it was episode five, I don't know, episode, single digit episode, I spoke about Amazon Merch and told everybody you should have an account because it's free, it's print on demand by Amazon and it's a free account if you get accepted, but it's free. So no reason to not have an account. Um, I signed up probably over a year ago now. Yeah, and so did Kevin Steve the famous Kevin and Steve, they both signed up. And but you know, between this, we've sold a few shirts. We've sold a few. I've, I think I've sold seven ever. And I think Steve might be on something ridiculous, like 20, something like that. Kev, don't know how you're doing, Kev. Let me know. How, how, many, how many have you sold? I'm going to say none because you are not uploading T-shirts. Back to the rant. Um, so, yeah, so the rant was... It's Q4 coming very soon in the calendar. And it's 
by far Amazon's best-selling quarter. Of course it is. It's near Christmas. You've got Halloween. All that stuff happens. Thanksgiving in America. All that stuff happens in Q4. You absolutely should have all the spaces available on Amazon Merch filled with T-shirts, designs. Even if you're rubbish at them, just get some designs up because you've got more chance of selling some rubbish design than you have no design. And I was guilty exactly the same. I've got, I've got a... 25 spaces available and I had seven filled I think uh, so I went through all my I've got loads of t-shirt designs on my computer still from when I looked into doing this before and I just haven't uploaded them because they do get removed after 90 days of not selling so you do have to keep managing what's on there so I've spent the last two days re-uploading my designs that I had already and all the keywords I've put them back up again now I need one more day, so tomorrow I will have all my 25 spaces available filled. So that's good. I'm winning. Steve, I know you definitely don't have... I think you're on tier 100. So you've got 100 shirts to get up there. Get uploading. Kev, come on. Let me know. You, I don't know what you're on. 10? Tier 10? You've got 10 spaces? How many t-shirts do you have? It, come on. Let's get going. So, if you don't have an Amazon Merch account, apply right now. Because as the saying goes, the best time to, uh, to do this was on day one. The next time, best time is to do it now. I'm not sure. Again, I don't think that, that, that saying actually works because the second best time was actually day two, wasn't it? But you get the, you get the gist. Get cracking. Sign up for Amazon Merch. Get some t-shirts up. If you cannot design for Jack like I can't, I have terrible artistic, artistic skills. What the hell word is that? Art artistic skills um just yeah anyway if you're terrible like me at designing and drawing and pictures and everything then just go to fiverr pay someone twenty dollars ten dollars whatever you got just search there's a there's a hundred different sellers doing amazon merch shirt designs but go on there find one say i need mm -hmm, x amount 10 designs done for amazon merch and they will just say, okay, it's $25, bam. They'll send them to you, and you just upload them and wait. Simple as that. So, yeah, so come on, come on, guys. It's awesome. Let's, let's get on that. Okay, that's the, the mini rant done. So let's move on to the next bit, which is Amazon FBA. Now, this is a the beast. I've left the beast to last. So Amazon FBA, fulfilled fulfillment by Amazon. So this is where you send stuff to Amazon and they sell it and ship it for you. Simple as that. It's probably, okay, that's, it's not as simple as that, but that is the general idea of it. You send stuff to Amazon, and then they deal with all the picking of the product, the packing of the product, all the returns, complaints, everything. They, they deal with everything. So once it gets to them, it's basically theirs, and then they just give you a cut of the sale. About, uh, it, let's go back to the, to the somewhat infamous Kevin Steve again. About a year ago, we were really into doing some private label products. So uh, private label F uh, FBA is where you find a product you want to sell, you contact a factory in China, and then you say to them, look, I want you to make me these straws, but I don't want white straws, I want blue and yellow straws with my logo on it. And they go, okay. And then uh, they create them for you. You say, yes, I'm happy with them. And then you, they, they send the shipment of straws to the Amazon warehouse for you, all labelled up, and then bam, 
you sell them you know so you might but so you're you're doing it in big quantities you might have 10,000 straws rather than the pack of 10 you had at home that you sent to Amazon so that's the idea anyway so that's private label so we were going to do that so we were researching we paid for some tools like Jungle Scout which it's probably not the best tool anymore it's been been what's the word uh, beaten I was going to there's a word begin with S so, so, anyway it's been beaten by other tools now but we were using Jungle Scout to research the tools uh, research the products sorry and then we were uh, we were on like Skype um, talking about ideas we had a spreadsheet of products we thought were good products we thought were bad we were finding the good and bad we were going crazy for it every night for a I don't know a couple of months two months something like that and then nothing we stopped I don't even know why we stopped anymore um, but it just stopped and I was looking through the the uh, Google sheet that we created for all these products that we were we were saying yay and nay to and it was like April 2018 that was the last edit on the page April 2018 and what have we done since April 2018 nothing we've just left it we had all these ideas and now it's over a year later and we've done nothing and that is really really annoying because where would we have been if we had just you know <laughs> kept at it and looked back now and it's, anyway so you get the point i'm annoyed that we didn't do anything with it so kev steve come on i'm, I'm not having a go. this is like an a, a episode i'm having to go at youtube it's not it's <laughs> it's just we're all involved here so that so it got me thinking again. Why did we stop? Were we struggling? Was it our knowledge? Was it our um, funding? Something stopped us. To be honest, I, I'm I'm going for the fact that we were probably not confident enough in the products we were looking at, and we weren't confident enough on like on the way to go forward and push forward and what the next step is. We're kind of all sort of waiting for each other to sort of say, yeah, yeah, this is what we do next, and then you know, but none of us kind of really went for it so bearing this in mind my next thought or idea was can you get a VA to do some of this work for you some of the stuff we were struggling with on on FBA is that can we just pay someone to do this because we've all got young families as a, as a three of us so is the problem that we've got is time well for me time time deficient that is my problem i've got a full-time job so what i don't have is time so maybe it's better to just i mean obviously it depends what situation you're in as if you can do this but maybe we're better off just paying someone to do this so what did i do that was a, that was a pause for effect what did i do i went to fiverr again and i looked at trying to find an actual va um because the first guy, obviously, I was just paying him a fee to do one job, which is fine. But what does it look like to actually get a, not a full-time VA, but a regular VA to do tasks for you? Um, and I thought, well, Amazon FBA is like a long-term project. You can't just quickly do that and then go, there you go, hand it over. So I was, I started looking for a VA to see kind of, kind of what the whole situation was like. So how much do they charge? What services do they offer? Uh, how does how does it work? I've got no idea. Um, so what I did, I went onto Fiverr again. I posted a job request and I just said exactly what I'm telling you guys. I'm looking to start an FBA business. I want someone who can do product research, can contact suppliers, 
and basically taken Amazon FBA business from nothing up to the point where the first product is on the virtual shelf. Now that is a lot, now that is a lot of work. And I know it's a lot of work, again, because I've done it. I've tried doing this, you know, as a three of us, we did try this. So we know how many hours we put into that and we didn't get anywhere. So they were wasted hours, unless you're looking at them to say, well, we gained experience to say how we know how hard it is. So maybe they weren't wasted. They, they go to experience those hours. But now I don't want experience. I want progress. I want action. Because like I said, after my holiday, I don't, do not want to be going to work every day. So let's just get on with it. Let's get on with it. So I posted up saying, this one one done. I had tons of replies. And oh my God, trying to find a VA. I'm not kidding. It's not easy. I thought it was going to be relatively easy, but it's not. So I was getting some crazy, again, crazy replies. £25 an hour. Yeah, I'll do that for £25 an hour. You'll do this. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you would. Yeah, blimey. I'd do that for £25 an hour. So I was like, that, to be honest, you, you start having like moral problems where you start thinking, okay, so if it's £25 an hour, they were UK and USA based people when, you know, kind of the minimum wage, they want a bit more, you know, it's their living. So I know how expensive it is to live here. You know, you do need to be earning 20, 25 pounds an hour just, just to live. So automatically I had to sort of rule out anyone from the UK or USA because it's just, it's just, I can't afford it. I, you know, I might be able to afford one hour, two hours a month from them and what are they going to get done in that time? Yeah, nothing. Because I also still have to fund the actual product, which is not cheap. So anyway, so I thought, okay, let's just keep waiting. So I went on to Upwork, which is another place where you can hire people for, for jobs. Um, another one is People Per Hour. That's another one. That wasn't so good for me. I didn't think People Per Hour was... was they didn't have anywhere near as, as many applicants as Upwork did. So Upwork seemed pretty good. But again, it was very pricey, getting really dear. So I was kind of kind of losing hope a bit. I also listened to... I was listening to a podcast as well, Um totally forgotten which one it was um i think it might have been a, a, a it was an amazon fba podcast and they were interviewing a lady who has set up her own like va agency um and she says that it's something like i don't know how much it's 79 pound 79 dollars a year and they they ask sort of what you're looking for and then they assign you a va that they think is suitable for you with, with the skills you want so i thought oh, that's pretty good maybe that's the way to look forward but just before i was looking into that um, I got a, a message from a guy um, in Pakistan, I think he was, um, or is. And he said, I've seen the job, um, I can do all this for you. And I was like, okay, oh, yeah, I've heard this a million times already. I said, okay, so what is, your, what is your hourly rate? And he said, between two and five dollars an hour. I'm like, mm, okay, well. I've been now. I'm now. I've gone the other way, and I'm thinking, what kind of work are you getting for two between two and five dollars an hour? So I was more skeptical than I was for the expensive people because I understood them. So I asked him some questions about has he done this before? Uh, what kind of software is he using? Um, which he he says yes, he has done it before. He gave me some examples, um, and then he I asked him. Okay, so I asked him to produce um, a document with uh, a list of, um, not keywords, so I'm forgetting my brain here, uh, a list of tasks, so a step-by-step -step order of how he would go about 
getting this set up and what would the steps roughly be to see if he knew what he was actually talking about. She said, okay. So he said, I'll get that to you tomorrow. So okay. So next day he comes, and that is today, the next day. Uh, and he sent me uh, an Excel, not an Excel, a, a Word document with about 15 bullet points in it. And it was step one, I will find a niche, etc. So step two, research the product. Step three, do this. And he's done it. To be fair to him, it's all there. So I thought, okay. So what I've done is um, to manage the chat, because you don't want to be chatting through like Fiverr and you know because they're very dodgy about communications so i've set up a bit of software um a lot of people use slack for their communications so it's like a project management so you have like a a, a chat box that you can chuck files in you can assign tasks to people you know etc etc it's just a, a chat system really um but being well being tight and without much money I didn't want to pay for Slack because it's $5 a month per user. So I was like, no, thank you. Uh, so I did a little research and there's another one called uh, Fleep, fleep.io. And it's just exactly that. It's, it's, you, there is a paid version, but there's also a free version, which is perfectly fine. Um, you can upload files, you can assign tasks, you can chat to multiple people. I think they also do video calls um, and lots of other funky stuff so that's pretty cool so i've set fleep up i invited this guy to fleep and i've said to him look okay how much how much are you charging what do you want but you said between two and five what are you actually looking for i'm happy with the sheet you sent me but i'd like to know what you actually want so i suggest what i've suggested to him and he didn't kind of want to commit you're playing that game he didn't want to commit to how much because he wants obviously five dollars an hour i want two dollars an hour so i've said to him look okay why don't you start for the first month on three dollars? Yeah, so he's not on the. He doesn't think I'm trying to just get the lowest money out of him, um, which I am. But you know, anyway. So I said, let's start on three dollars. You do a month's work. I've personally set aside around fifty pounds a month for this, for a VA. Um, I don't intend to spend that, but that's kind of what I've mentally set aside. If you can give me twenty hours this month, I'll pay you three dollars an hour. And then if you can complete the tasks to the level that I want, that we agree, both agree on, we both agree on the, what tasks he wants to get done in this month. If he can do those and I'm happy with his work, I'll bump it up to $4 an hour and then we'll continue on and see how it goes. And I've said to him, if he can prove he can make me money doing this and he can be successful, then I'll absolutely happily pay him way more than the three, you know, I'll pay someone a proper proper money you know whether it's like ten dollars now whatever it is so i'm happy to increase it a lot more if you can prove you can make some sales for me so that is where we at right now tomorrow he'll start work on on the list of what he thinks he can get done and i will and i will okay it and we'll put the the task list their little tick boxes we'll put those into the chat and i'll assign the jobs to him and then once he's done them he just ticks them and then I get a notification on my phone and desktop to say, you know, he has completed this task. Bam. Uh, the other thing I do need to look at is time tracking. Because obviously he can say, oh, yeah, I've done 20 hours and he's done actually done two, which is obviously a problem. Uh, but there is software for that. Again, 
I'm cheap. There's one called Hubstart, I think. But again, it's another paid-for service. And by the time you sign up for all these paid-for services to track stuff and do stuff, you're going to have no money left. So I'm, I'm like, no, not having that. So there's another one called Clock Clockify. And it's a free <laughs> budget. I'm a, it's a free time-tracking piece of software. Uh, you can also have like timesheets, invoices, pretty cool, lots of stuff. Um, so I've set that up as well now. So what he'll have to do is I invite him to my Clockify account, basically. And when he starts work on anything for me, he just opens it up and clicks track time. And it just starts a little timer. And um, he puts his hourly wage, his hourly fee in and he hits start. And he types in what he's working on for that money. And then once he presses finish, it updates the dashboard on my side and says he did. He was working on this project at this much for this long. And he's owed, you know, $6, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. And that's how it works. Pretty cool, I think. So, I don't, well, I'll say it's pretty cool. I don't know if it works yet, but that's the idea anyway. So there you go. That's where we're at. Um... I say this all the time, I would much rather be posting these podcasts way more often. But life gets in the way and trying to find time and quiet space, as I always say, is hard work. So yeah, but so thank you very much for listening. Um, hopefully something in here has been pretty useful for you. If it hasn't, well, yeah, I don't want to say tough, but tough. Uh, it's been useful for me, that's for sure. Um, so let's go. We do have, in fact, I, I actually, no, I'll tell you what we have. Um, Statistics-wise, again, I'm not sure you'll be interested. Um, the podcast has really started to get some some downloads now. Um, I think we was it two episodes ago. I said, "Wow, 200 downloads! That's amazing." Um, but we're almost at 300 now. Just a couple of episodes later, so the, the downloads have really shot up. I don't know why, because I haven't really been posting anything. But thank you very much if you are the one downloading. Um, and we also, how about this? We also had. Uh, not a review um don't forget please leave a review uh if you liked it if you didn't like it you know you probably haven't got to the end where i'm asking for a review so yeah so if you enjoy this uh and you want me to keep going leave a review tell me because that's how i find out um and that's how other people can discover the show as all the other podcasts say so pop onto itunes leave a review that'd be awesome of you but i do have a review it came in last night uh, i'm even going to get my phone out now because Sorry, I'm not prepared. I am prepared. I was prepared. but Anyway, so we had a, a, a review on, on Facebook. Actually, it was actually a recommendation from from Ash James, who who said, stumbled across the cash flow. He hyphenated it. I uh, abbreviated it. I don't blame you. Uh, came across the Cashflow Pirate podcast on Spotify. Very cool. I, I didn't really know anyone listened on Spotify. I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast there in my life. But anyway, stumbled across the Cashflow Pirate podcast on Spotify. I'm hooked. Clever man. Uh, very much enjoying the, rel- the relatability and down-to-earth approach. Wishing Mr. Cashflow, Cashflow all the best. And we'll be listening along. So that is really awesome of you. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate all the reviews. And like I said, I'll always read them out. So thank you so much. Um, now, as to the down-to-earth approach, it's not... It's not down to earth. It's just I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So if that's down to earth, then great. Um, but I'm just winging this. I don't know what I'm doing. Podcasting is new to me. 
doing all this business stuff is new to me you're just getting everything as i'm experiencing it myself if you enjoy that then that's awesome um and again please everybody you know get in touch join the facebook group where are you guys come on where are you join the facebook group like the page i'm cashflow pirate everywhere uh twitter instagram there is a youtube not much on it but i do plan to add some youtube content i may do some what i might do is um amazon fba youtubing so i i might because i want to send some stuff to to amazon so i might record myself doing that so you can see how the hell it works and i can't tell you how it works because i have no idea how you actually send stuff to amazon so i'm gonna i might film myself getting some bits together and figuring out how to how to do it so i might just film that and you can see that so lucky lucky you uh so that is everything for this week I say this week for this episode because it might not be a week next time. Thank you so much for listening. I need a, I need a little catchy, I need a catchy little saying on the way out here, just like my intro. So if anyone wants to just suggest a, a tagline for the podcast, Cashflow Pirate, let me know. And and as a parting uh, phrase, I, I, I want to say, be more pirate. But that is actually a book. And now I'm worried I'm just stealing it, which I am just stealing it. So I need my own version of Be More Pirate. So email me, richardcashflowpirate.com or Twitter me. Anything you want. Contact me, let me know your ideas. And I'll catch you next time. Ciao for now. Bye.